124. 23. Tom Denham. G'day, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. I'm, uh, this is my third week in Sydney, so I'm absorbing all the surroundings and just enjoying life. Tom, we've got a real feeling at the moment about place on this, um, this, this 100 Interviews project. Everyone's sort of calling in from everywhere. It's really lovely to see. Mm. Uh, let's hear your story though, Melbourne boy. Sweet, yeah. So, now in Sydney. Oh, uh, yeah. It's it, it's a, uh, a cavalcade of things. I grew up in the Dandenong Ranges. I uh, went to school in Ringwood area, grew up there and um, decided I should get uh, community radio and media a crack uh, when I was, oh, would have been 23. I think I just, I always kind of had it on my mind and then it wasn't until after I finished study that I thought yes I'm working now I can commit the time to it and treat it like a job um, and then I joined the ranks at Sin Media and I dabbled a bit there and produced some podcasts and exec produced some radio there and um, at, I think it was maybe mid Melbourne lockdown I kind of went yeah this is going to be a hobby um, and thought hobby. Ma- yeah maybe, maybe that's it and uh, maybe I should start thinking about what else I can do and then I'll, that all kind of uh, change overnight and I'm uh, currently in here in Sydney uh, pursuing the dream to become a radio person or a podcaster. Wow, what's the what's the dream? What's the, what is that for you? What does it look like at the moment? It can oh, change. Yeah. Think, dreams can change so that's okay. They, they, they do evolve and there's definitely areas that I love and revel in. Um, I've definitely fostered a passion for podcasts. I think stories are so powerful um, I've always fallen in love with radio drama and I love seeing that being brought about again in a new kind of indie alternate way. Um, I well, love... You'll have to uh, catch up with Gus later, yes. Gus, who was volunteering before. Uh, Tom, he is, by the way, he's uh, doing a shift for the next couple of hours for us, helping us out here at HQ. So thank you, Tom. No um, but yeah, Gus been here before. He just put out his uh, fiction podcast. So you'll have to catch oh, up beauty. with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got his number now. So you'll oh, have sweet. To we can uh, yeah. do the handshake later. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I guess in that realm, I produce um, a podcast um, at the moment. It's in its second season. It's, so it's still evergreen. Um, but I very much wrote that story and released it kind of based around my real life influences. Okay, so it was fiction, but you've yeah. fictionalised parts of your use elements of your life. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There, there are characters that are in that story that are definitely based off assets of me. So there was a period where I was working in a college kitchen in a university and there was one character that adopted, I guess, that working lifestyle and kind of wanted to break the monotony and he entered into this very science fiction world. Mm. Um, and then there's a very flamboyant theatrical version of me that comes in and breaks a fourth wall using my own name and takes him Is on this. Is it up? Is it online? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what's it, it called? It's a, on all the streaming services. It's called The Glam Gizmo. Yeah. Um, it's a great hoot of a time. I had fun making it. Yeah. Um, I guess on that, that end, that's a one end of podcasting and another end of podcasting is children's media is something that really fascinates children's me. Children's media? Okay, yeah, yeah, tell yeah, me yeah. about that. Um, so I've always had, um, I've worked in education. I was an integration aide um, and a teacher's aide for about three to four years. And the idea of learning through discovery always fascinated me. So I love these, I guess, programs that you can find on the podcast platform uh, that teaches children about the world, but not in a way that it talks down to them, but Mm. talks on a very mature level and it allows them to grow. I think stuff like that is very um, 
evolutionary in today's age. Mm. And I think is um, audio is such a perfect medium for that. Mm. Um, Self-discovery. Yeah, yeah. I, I think learning through play is such a powerful concept um, and allowing a child to, I guess foster their imagination is a special thing mm. yeah wow i can see some sort of interesting venn diagrams of yes. uh, projects you can do in the future <laughs> yeah definitely in the meantime the other podcasts that i produce me and two other grown men uh travel back in time and uh relive our childhood memories of thomas the tank engine really we, we review every single episode back from when uh ringo star started back in the heyday and all right okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it's, it's fascinating because we get such a cross-pollination of audience uh we have kids and families that listen but then we've discovered that there's this fandom that's in the deep dark corners of the internet that yeah. uh, listen to us so it's nice that we can cross two bridges there yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> when people complain about oh there's a podcast about everything in a bad way. They're talking about you, Tom. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. I, I could be the person who can wave alone and, and say Thomas that. Thomas the Tank Engine podcast. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I, I watched an episode uh, last week for the first time in, since I was a kid. Mm. I mean, it's all animated now, same with Nazi yeah. pajamas. It just doesn't feel the same. No. I'm sure you've got lots of yeah. thoughts on that. But the most interesting thing I found was that the fat controller mm. is no longer the fat controller. Do you know about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when, when did this happen? I missed this. So this has been around for a while. Since the, the US um, have had their iteration of Thomas, they had their own narrator because they had different railway terminology. So back when Ringo Starr was doing the voices, George Carlin and Alec Baldwin were narrating the US dub. Alec Baldwin was doing yeah. it? Wow. And okay. Pierce Brosnan was doing it as well. There's a whole calibre of actors. But as well as the railway terminology, they felt... The US, they didn't know how they'd feel about calling the fat controller fat. <laughs> yeah. So they decided yeah. to call him by his his namesake, Sir Topham Hat. Sir Topham Hat, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. the, that's the name as we know it today. Yeah, that's that's the name of uh, the fat controller in the US, but also in the UK as well. So that, the UK changed it as a result of US. Yeah, pretty much manifestations, so they could just make it easier to uh, access right. the show, streamline it rather yeah. than have that. Hey, look, <laughs> it's the Topham hat over there. <laughs> Just very censored in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Tom, um, I didn't think we'd go there, but we did. Talking about, I, I didn't know we'd go there. Honestly, <laughs> I didn't think we would. But yeah. look, it's really good to meet you. I want to thank you for being part of this project. No worries, thank you. Uh, I, I love your energy. And stay there, i got something for you. Okay, on behalf of everyone here at hashtag 100 in 24, I'd like to give you your own... Uh, limited edition t-shirt <laughs> there you go thank you very much i'm very honored i shall wear it humbly <laughs> <laughs> good stuff man thanks again no worries thank you